Good to be back. I, uh, I even skipped church. Like a sacrilege. So I'm glad I'm back. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking it was a holiday today. What? what? I don't know. Did I got that right? How are you doing today, moms? A little rainy out there, a little cloudy. Um, you know, Gil mentioned uh, about Mary and uh, yeah, Children's Church. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I wouldn't believe how many things I had to remember today. Have to give me some grace on forgetting that one. There was an old man that walked up to Mary and said, Hey, this child of yours is destined to cause the rising and the falling of Mary, many, and also Mary, a sword will pierce your heart too. Mm. All because of your child, Mary. Maybe you've, as a mom, that, that's your feeling this year, a sword right through your heart. Maybe possibly it's a great year for you as a mother. Uh, I, I don't know where you might be at, but I hope I can give you a little bit of encouragement today. Um, and no matter where, God is always with us. No matter what, God is always with us. No matter what our situation is, He is with us as well. Let's let's start out. Let's, do we have who's the oldest mother? Who's got who gets the award for the oldest mother here today? Do we? Nobody wants to claim that one. Somebody, that's a, that's a badge of honor, isn't it? 75 years old. Anybody older than that? Oh, there's, we got one. Okay. Nobody, nobody's 80. Is anybody 80? Okay, we still got a. What is it? How, how many is it? 81. Wow, that's pretty good. Youngest mother? Just curious. Right? <laughs> Do we got who's got who we got the youngest mom? Just go ahead and raise your hand if you think you're close. There's What are your ages? How many? 29, okay. Hey. Uh we'll have to mail that award to you. We don't actually have it up here right now. <laughs> but congratulations and we wish wish you wish and pray for the best going forward. Um, it is a good day, and it's right that we should take the day and honor moms. It's no small thing. And all the attributes that God has given a mom is no small thing as well. Uh, I can recall that I used, to, I used to teach a batter's education class for these men uh, who had laid hands on their significant others. And one of the things that obviously we talked about was emotional abuse and tried to train them away from that. But we would find and we would talk about that one of the tools that a man trying to control would always use is that they would always play that you're a bad mom card. And it would work. Why would it work? I think it's probably because every mom, sooner or later, sometime in their life, at the end of the day, has some questions or even has some insecurities about whether they're a good mom or not, or whether they did this right or wrong, or whether they got what it takes. 
The guys would play that card because it often would work. Why the insecurity, Mom? Is it because God hasn't equipped you for the task? Just think about this for a second. God has made you so that you can conceive, house, deliver, and then nurse a brand new baby. That's incredible, isn't it? Those facts that maybe we are used to, even as incredible as they are, ought to tell us that God has given us or intends for us to be a mom and that he's equipped us to be a mom. So you should just be able to say to yourself, no matter what shortcomings or faults that I have in my humanity, God's given me physically what I need to be able to do this. So he has an intention in mind. And with an intention in mind for you, he's not going to leave you hanging. And even if you have a shortcoming or you fall short, God is definitely going to be there to pick you up. He intends for motherhood. And he's not going to just let you go into that empty-handed. So you are physically fit and ready to be a mom. All of us know this. But let's talk about all, also the other characteristics that a mom comes by seemingly naturally to be able to raise children. Patience. <laughs> you, you got more than me. <laughs> Tenderness. Love. Compassion. Empathy. And, and almost a, a seemingly exhaustible amount of energy that it takes to be a mother. And you, you don't even know half of it, Ben, and that's probably the truth. You know, those characteristics that kind of come naturally to a mother that us guys just, whew, we just don't have. God uses those very characteristics and he talks about them in the scriptures as characteristics of a tender, loving mother. And then he takes that description and those characteristics and he illustrates how he is with us, full of mercy, full of grace, love, compassion. And he uses a mother to illustrate that. So there you and I. We all have a hands-on example of the way God loves by visibly seeing the way our mom loved us. So certainly God has given us you all that you need to be the mom that you need to be. Has God made you well enough for the job? Absolutely. None of us would argue how special a mother is, uniquely gifted by God for the task. So why do I maybe have insecurities as a mom? Well, for starters, how about all the competing viewpoints and all of the different wisdom so-called that our world has to offer about moms. Or mom, maybe you have watched on TV the, the examples of mother on there, mothers on there and the examples of kids on there and you begin to compare an unfair thing to do to yourself. Those factors serve to kind of break a mom down and undermine her and maybe cause her to question whether she has what it takes. Raise your hand if you're a perfect mom. Hey. 
Guys, raise your hand if you've tried to tell the mom in your life how to do it better. Yeah. <laughs> I want to challenge you today, moms, to be mothers of strength. I'll explain what I mean by that here in a second. But I'd also like you to lose all of that lack of confidence and be bolstered by what I'm about to say now. This is the difference between a strong woman, a strong mother, and a mother of strength. A strong mother works out every day to keep her body in shape. But a woman or mother of strength kneels in prayer to keep her soul in shape. A strong woman isn't afraid of anything. But a woman of strength shows courage even in the midst of her fear. A strong woman won't let anybody get the best of her. But a woman of strength gives the best of herself to everyone. A strong woman makes mistakes and avoids the same in the future. But a woman of strength realizes that life's mistakes God uses to their advantage and God capitalizes on them. A strong woman walks sure-footedly, but a woman of strength knows God will catch her when she falls. A strong woman wears the look of confidence on her face, but a woman of strength wears grace. A strong woman has faith that she is strong enough for the journey, but a woman of strength has faith that it is in the journey that she will become strong. It's a different way of looking at things. That's a way of allowing yourself the humanity of some shortcomings and just being okay with it. Okay with it because we know that God's grace covers the rest after we've tried our best. Interesting verse number one. Women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. That's 1 Timothy 2.15. Saved, go to heaven through childbearing. The verse says that mom, if you marry your best efforts at raising your kids to a strong faith in God, you're good to go. One-way ticket. That's how much God honors this thing called motherhood. You ever thought about that? Raise your kids in your faith the best you can. Keep your faith in God the best you can. And God looks down on that, and he honors that. You carry out your task while practicing a genuine faith And you qualify for all the rewards and awards that mothers deserve richly. And then you can say you're the mother that you want to be. Interesting verse number two. By faith, 
Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw that he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. That's Hebrews 11. But when you go back to Exodus and actually read the narrative of that story, it tells us more specifically that it was Moses' mom who saw that he was no ordinary child and hid him. And you know how that story works out on how she let him go down the river, but then God, in his miraculous way, gave her son back to him. A godly mother with godly faith. That's who she was. And you, a godly mother with godly faith, qualifies you as a woman of God. You need not question your effectiveness as a mother. You don't need to struggle with any insecurities. God has promised that the mother of faith is of great value. And he promises her eternity with him. Motherhood's a special thing. I hope that's a different perspective. Maybe as you, tired as you might be, remember that. Motherhood is a special thing. God has equipped you to be a mother. John Wesley is of Methodist fame. And as great of a godly man as he was, you would have to say, oh boy, he certainly had a good mom. Well, she was. And she wrote down for us all six rules that she abided by as a mother. I'll read them for you now. Number one, she said, Subdue self-will in your child and thus work together with God to save his soul. Subdue self-will. And she included this verse as an example. This is Hebrews eleven twenty four. By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. That boy got taught well. As the son of Pharaoh's daughter had everything he could ever imagine, riches-wise, status-wise, but he chose. Somebody had to lay down those principles for him. Susanna Wesley says, Subdue self-will in your child and thus work together with God to save his soul. Number two, she says, Teach him to pray as soon as he can speak. I remember it. Now I lay me down to sleep. I play the Lord with my soul to teeth. If I should die before I wake, it's a little morbid, but good job, Mom. You had the right idea. (laughs) Number two, teach him to pray as soon as he can speak. Number three, give him nothing that he cries for and only what is good for him if he asks for it politely. That's a good rule, I think, isn't it? Number four, to prevent lying, punish no fault which is freely confessed but never allow a rebellious, sinful act to go unnoticed. Number five, commend and reward good behavior. You know, as a dad, I didn't say yes as much as I should have. 
Dad, can we do such and such? No, no. Dad, can we do such and such? We'll do it later. Sometimes you just got to say yes. And a heart that will say yes sometimes is probably one that's also going to commend and reward good behavior. Lastly, her last rule is number six. Strictly observe all the promises you have made to your child. Ah, they got to see your consistency. There's a passage in the Old Testament. Uh, you know, Samuel the prophet. Samuel's mother, ironically, was not able to have children. She prayed and prayed and prayed. God, if you will give me a child, I'll give that child right back to you. It's a prayer that we should, as moms and dads, also have. A prayer that even though we are capable of having children, we are stewards of what God has given us and are to raise them up in the Lord. So she prayed. Hannah prayed and prayed and prayed. God, if you'll give me a child, I'll give him right back to you. And God opened up her womb. She was allowed to conceive. She gave birth to Samuel. And she did exactly what she said she would do. When the child was old enough to be weaned, that child, that little boy, went, was given to God, and spent time with the priest. And we get these words from Hannah in 1 Samuel 1. Hannah said to Eli the priest, As surely as you live, I am the woman who stood there beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. And so now I give him to the Lord, for his whole life will be given over to the Lord. That's Hannah. That was also Mary. It was also Susanna Wesley. And it's also been many, many, many mothers all down through the ages. Stewards, stewards. If we see ourselves as stewards, that might help us get our minds off of status. It might help our, get us our minds off of keeping up with the Joneses and all the other immaterial, shallow things that maybe we get caught up in. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. And so now I give him to the Lord for his whole life. He will be given over to the Lord. And Samuel was a judge who ruled over Israel. And Israel was good. Israel was good. But then one day in his old age, Samuel died. And Saul was the king at the time. And if you read through the story of Samuel and Israel at the time, you can almost just hear the air go out of the room when Samuel died. All of Israel basically just says, where is our leader? There was also a young boy named David who was running for his life from Saul. And when Samuel died... It took David back. I don't have anybody on my team anymore. That's what all of Israel said. 
good men, great and godly men with great and godly mothers. And you can be so as well. God's physically equipped you. He's also emotionally equipped you with all the unique characteristics that us guys wish that we had a fraction of compared to you. So moms, go away confident today. God's put in place everything. So his intention is for you to be a success as a mom. Do your best. Let God cover the rest. Let's pray. God, all of us have reaped the benefits of moms. We've reaped the benefits of all the characteristics that you have given to mothers. And God, help us to attach all of that and all of that experience to the way you look at us. As us guys who think a little bit differently and have different perspectives and view things through different lenses, we need a piece of this. We all need a good mother. Most importantly, we all need you, God. We all need the love, the compassion, the mercy that you had for us in giving up your own son for us. We are grateful for you. We are grateful for our moms. In your name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed. Moms, don't leave without getting a gift for you. We've got a gift for you back there. Go and be well. Enjoy your day, moms. And I hope that it's a good and positive one for you.